0: fit after 30 show episode number two let's go Welcome to the Fit After 30 show, the podcast for those who refuse to accept that they're past it or that their best days are behind them and are ready to demand more from themselves despite some potential new challenges. Aches might be there, your time might be a little limited and your responsibilities are likely through the roof. But ultimately, if you're listening in, I know you're not up for just settling. Welcome in once again as we explore how to excel and balance physique, family and fat loss in this new chapter of your life i'm your host sharif lawton and this is the fit after 30 show yes 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 guys back with episode numero dos thank you so much for the support so far i had a blast getting that first episode out the support means a hell of a lot on spotify apple podcasts are being so long i don't think it's on there just yet they take like a week to confirm it i don't know all you need to know is that it's available on Spotify where most people listen to their music and their podcasts, and also just your web browser as well. But just wanna say once again, thanks so much for the support. I really appreciate it. Do share it about please at Sharif Lawton on Instagram, at Sharif Lawton Coach on Facebook and tell a friend to tell a friend, especially if you feel like they could benefit from my stuff. Now, what you're about to hear is a recording from IGTV Instagram television. From a good friend of mine, Mr. Chris Robson from the Forward Motion podcast, whereby he interviewed me for his audience in regards to why being busy is just an absolutely crap excuse when it comes to getting into shape. We talked about um, some non-negotiables, which I'm going to be talking to you guys more about next episode. We talked about compacting and compounding on the small wins and habits, which can actually help you level up monumentally. And we talked about the whole instant gratification, deliveroo style mindset, click of a button job, which is absolutely not serving you, especially when it comes to something as integral as your health, as your fitness, as your confidence. So look, the sound quality following this short interlude isn't exactly the best, but I really feel there are some gems in there that you can take away with you and implement as of this week. Guys, thanks so much once again for your support. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoy episode two with chris robson of forward motion
1: and we were just chatting before um before we came on air and i said shriek right you're good to go yeah you've got all the topics he's like no <laughs> i thought we we're just gonna have an informal <laughs> chat man you said on your stories earlier you're like we're gonna be talking about this uh today for um for forward motion live but no do you want to give them a before we get into it do you want to give him a bit of a background as to who you are what you're all about, and maybe what we, we might cover today, or if I'm going to have to blag it whilst you're, whilst you're doing this bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, you get some quick notes down in time mate. Where's like... my pen? <laughs> <laughs> I can see uh, a few of my clients are on board, so they obviously know I oh, am. Yeah. But hey, guys, if you are watching this in the future, my name is Sharif. If you uh, haven't seen me on Chris's podcast or Chris's channel before then, I don't know how you missed that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now I work primarily now as uh, an online coach, uh, helping guys and girls around the world level up. Uh, especially those in their thirties and forties, optimize their physique, their health, their well-being, their time management, their mindset, etc., etc. And uh, I've known this guy for a fair few years now, so uh, yeah, yeah so this, this I'm here. I, I think <laughs> I
1: was the reason you joined the fitness industry, right? I was your mentor yeah, exactly. back in the day.
0: <laughs> Everything
1: I know from you, man. You how, how, on that. how times have changed, man. I, I will quote <laughs> you on that. I will quote you on that. Right, for those who do that don't know who I am. I am Chris. I am a coach. I predominantly work with entrepreneurs and business owners on personal development and scaling from where they are to where they want to be. And the main topic, I guess, that I wanted to cover with Sharif today is focused around people that consider themselves to be quite time poor, quite busy, um, or at least feel that they are. Uh, but they want to commit to improving their health, they want to get themselves in better shape, they want more energy levels, but they kind of constantly get on the wagon, fall off the wagon, get back on the wagon again, and they can't quite seem to get ahead. Um, so where do you want to start, man? Because this is kind of your area of expertise, where where would you feel would be a good place to, to kickstart things?
0: I mean, I think that's, that's great. I mean, we can sort of explore why they might kind of feel like that because, like you quite rightly said, so many people do. So it's like, cool, what, what situations have got you to that you know, that outcome in the first place? Is it really because you're too busy? Is it because the expectations are too high? Is it because you're trying to do something which you could, could do in your 20s but now life has changed and responsibilities are through the roof and you haven't you know, become accustomed to that? Um, mm. You know, there's, there's 101 reasons why people do fall off. So I suppose exploring why they do and then we can potentially tackle how to actually stay on a wagon for a little bit longer might be useful. Um, So, yeah, you tell me from, you know, the people that you're in contact with, what what are the primary reasons that you hear? Like, okay, I'm good for a while or I fall off. or What do you often hear? Well, it's that we've spoken about before, right? It's like
1: motivation, first of all, but that that tends to wane because it's transient. It's fleeting. It's not a a long-lasting thing. But the main reasons are busy with work, busy with family commitments, um and often they tend to load themselves up too much too soon they commit to something right i'm gonna be at the gym three four times a week i'm gonna go on a diet i'm 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 really gonna do it this time you know typically around like january new year's resolutions or just before summer which is kind of what we're coming up to now and it's all that kind of like all or nothing mentality really short and 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 sharp
0: but it yeah it, it doesn't tend to last yeah man that all or nothing mentality the thing with that is right we often say that that's bad and the all or nothing mentality and all the rest of it the reality is the reason why they're probably quite successful in business is because they're quite type A, they're quite Mm -hmm. all or nothing and actually in certain areas and aspects of their life that serve them really well but in fitness it doesn't because they're really good when they're good but then when the wheels fall off boy they fall off hard and then it's a case of yeah this this flip-flopping on and off the wagon sort of thing um, so, I know you're all about small wins, you're all about sustainability and like building upon habits, mm-hmm. just like their businesses won't have scaled overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could, you know, treat the same thing with fitness. So, rather than going from nothing to five times a week and signing up to hit classes and doing keto, mm-hmm. can we just get 10,000 steps in? Can we just wake up a little bit earlier, you know? So, starting small, mm-hmm. making that an actual habit and then building upon that. It's not very sexy, but man, it works, you know?
1: Mm. And, and, and that's exactly it. People do try and jump in too hard too soon for a good couple of months um, and and then it is it is unsustainable.
0: The thing though as well is like the people that often fall off the wagon, they've not given it a big enough go to realise the the effects that it actually has on their like productivity, on their job, on their family, on everything else. Do you know what I mean? Because the, the ones that can are, are like, you know, gonna do it long term, they know just how good it feels when you're actually on point with your food, your sleep, your hydration, your training. They know that they're operating at a far greater level, do you know what I mean? So I suppose mm. for you and your audience, it's about getting them to realise that, hey, this probably isn't about abs, but this mm. is about how can you turn up on a daily basis feeling super sharp if mm. we just nail a few non-negotiables or whatever they may be, right? Yeah. So how do you then go about working with clients
1: to identify their non-negotiables and kick-starting them in a small, uh,
0: sustainable way? Yeah, it's hard because at the same time, once they've signed up for the program there, you know, that's when motivation is at is that higher. So you, you want to kind of strike that balance between getting them some real quick wins. So they're brought into you, bought into the program. They feel like they're in the right place with the right person. At the same time, not going so far that you know how that ends and they burn out. So, yeah, just getting some easy wins, some quick wins. So that might look like cleaning up their food environment. You know, do they have a bunch of shit all around them? Because then you're essentially relying on willpower not to eat that. And we know what happens when it gets to Friday and deadlines and calls. and yeah. Mm. So that might be an easy win. The whole steps, I know you're a, a big proponent of and just that morning routine. So we might have a look at that. So what are you consuming first thing in the morning, not just food like you often say. Um, and then maybe one more thing and kind of once that's solidified and becoming habitual and they're seeing the benefits of it, right, mm. cool, next step, next step, next step. So uh, mm. yeah, that's, that's quite powerful to build on, man. Okay.
1: And something you touched on there when families start Coming into the picture, um, kids, marriage, balancing work and all the rest of it. That is then another added layer of commitment to other things other than fitness and health. Like you said, in your 20s and your, your late teens, it's very easy to get in shape and commit to that because that's kind of all there is to really pay attention to. Um, but when family comes into play, how do you find people tend to,
0: to, to balance that? And, and any, any tips? For that side of things. Yeah, man, it's a solid question. I think normally there's either one of two things. There's one, which is like I've got so much family work and commitments on, so I can't do my fitness, or it's a case they quickly realise that this isn't about me anymore. This literally isn't about me. This is about whoever else that I need to, you know, operate for and with, you know what I mean? So it becomes about something bigger than you, which is quite powerful. I see. So you're saying in, in in the positive sense, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
1: not just about them getting in shape. For some, it's like they want to be the best version of themselves for their kids,
0: for their partners, awesome. and for their clients, for their colleagues. Yeah, okay. It's that whole thing, isn't it? I can use my kids as like my biggest reason or my big, biggest excuse. Like, mm. with, do you know what I mean? That's quite powerful. Mm. And and how have you found
1: clients? Um, I guess switching mindsets with that, coming in and, and previously it being a bit of a, an excuse and then turning it into a driver. But let's be honest,
0: man. The whole, like, I don't have time to work out is, is like the grown up equivalent of, like, dog ate my homework, right? But, like, that, that doesn't fly that well. You know, even just saying it out loud, is, it, it sounds a bit wet. Like, I don't have time. You know, you don't have time for, like, two resistance training sessions per week. Then mm. you've got a time management problem, not, like, a, a motivation one, right? So it might be a case of, cool, like looking at their at their day, what are you actually doing in every half hour block? And that sounds really OCD, but it's just a case of like realizing that there's probably so much, so much time that you're spending, you know, where you could be doing a little bit of something to move you forward or delegating to, or just like dead time when you're thinking about scrolling, for instance, right? Mm. Um, so there's definitely that. And also this concept of like, you know, oh, I don't have the energy, I don't have the energy. You know, you often say this as well. It's like, you know, just wake up and have energy, you create it, mm-hmm. and one of the things in, in which you're going to create it by is actually exercise, sleeping well, hydrating, and eating well. Mm-hmm. So you almost need to do that to create energy, not wait for like energy to happen and then I train. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it becomes a vicious cycle, isn't it?
0: Yeah, P- exactly. people
1: people say they're waiting to feel energized, so they go for the the quick fixes of the the energy drinks or the the, the uh, you know overconsumption of caffeine. But then
0: uh, (laughs) they come crashing down. It's the same thing with motivation, man. It's like, uh, you know, I'm not motivated to start. It's like, no, no, you you need to start. You need to act. And then you get motivated by those results to continue. But you can't just wait for it to occur, man, because it probably won't. Or you'll get into a really bad spot for it to occur. You don't need to do that, right? Correct. Correct. So
1: what about then for someone that is just deciding to commit to getting in shape and when I say getting in shape, I don't just mean physically and the beach body, but I mean getting their, you know, headspace in the right place as well to ensure they have sustainable results. Um, what would you suggest and, and how would you advise them to get – because you're a big fan of, like, resistance training as opposed to just going mad and doing hit classes and
0: running around like a nutter, like, four times a week. That's the thing, right? So because you, you know, have the concept of, like, right, I'm time poor – so then I can't do a lot. So then the logical thing is like, right, so what I do do, I'm going to fucking go for it. Mm. Let's sign up for hit training or what have you, right? And the reality is that's going to drain energy and that's really not going to give you energy back. You end up making poor decisions with food because you're so hungry. You end up really knackered. So I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of HIIT training. I can't remember the last time that I prescribed that to like a busy client or entrepreneur.
1: You, you, the, that's why you gave it to me last summer bro
0: just, probably, just for yeah, a wind yeah. up yeah you can be my guinea pig i'll give you all sorts but yeah i wouldn't give it to the pain like. um, no you know again if they enjoy doing that and that's fine however again that sort of type a personality is probably driven more towards the extreme side of fitness mm. when the reality is that's the that's the last thing they need to be doing they probably need to be getting some sunlight going out on a walk doing some meditation drinking some water and it sounds so crap but Again, once you experience those benefits and it becomes habitual, cool. Then we can look at resistance training. Then we can look at macros or calories. But, you know, to build upon it is key. But that's where I guess the
1: coaching and the education comes into it. Because just telling someone to, like, go for a walk, get some sunlight, it's going to take longer than you want. They're going to be like, well, cool, but I'm just going to go do a HIIT class because I feel like I've worked out. I feel like I've had a...
0: Uh, a tough session, I'm sweating, I'm out of breath. So cool, calories burnt, job done. Yeah, that's that's a tough one because you have to almost be like, you know, if someone's going down that route in spite of, of them hiring you for a coach or me or whoever it may be, you know, if they're really stubborn about it, you have to really be like, cool, so how how has that gone for you? Mm. How what's the outcome of that always been? Yeah. And then they're like, oh okay, well it hasn't really worked. I'm still out of shape. I'm still knackered, I'm still hungry. Cool. Let's try something different. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not saying hit is bad. I'm not saying sprints are bad. I'm just saying that I guess if you can tie what you're asking them to do to a benefit, which will actually, you know, suit them and they'll, uh, you know, align with, you know, mm. so rather than go for a walk, to be like, hey, I want you to go for a walk because then you're going to feel recharged, re-energized. And you're going to go into that meeting really crystal clear. Try that for me. See what happens. Oh, yeah. shit. I did that. I felt great. Right. Now we've got buy-in.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I also think that the something
1: you've spoken about before, which was really decent something I've shared with some of my clients is that concept of like good better and best yeah that's been massive and, and, and a lot of the time people are trying to like aim for perfect and when they don't get it they're like well fuck it I'll start again next week when I've got a bit more time or you know when, when
0: when my headspace frees up a little bit but do you want to dive into that a little bit as to why that can be quite useful yeah 100% and again just with that typical type A personality type again like we've said generally all they know is off the wagon, fucked it, or nailed it perfectly. When the reality is that, you know, even situation is probably not going to be suitable the majority of, of the weeks. And that gray area is where you can actually win and, and carry on moving forward. Or, like the analogy of like driving somewhere, right? Sometimes you're going to be in the fast lane, no traffic in front of you, everything's sweet, you're bombing it down. Uh, and other times you're, you know, in the left hand side, there's a bit of traffic, but you're still moving, you're still mm-hmm. moving forward. So, yeah, that good and best scenario might look like, right, so what are the non-negotiables for said client? Could be steps, could be sleep, could be nutrition, whatever. So it's like, cool, what does your best case scenario look like? Jot that down for me and let's agree upon that. So that could mean, like, single ingredient, whole foods, eight hours of sleep, 10K steps, just basically fucking nailing it, yeah? Okay, cool. So what does, like, an, an okay situation look like? You're still moving forward, but it's not your best. All right, that could look like, again, as an example... Being on it with food five days a week, but I got a takeaway at a weekend. Hitting eight K steps rather than 10, getting six hours rather than eight. It's still better than like just fucking it up, right? Yeah. And again, you've got the, the kind of like minimum effective dose scenario. So I literally, in the first 30 days, will often get my clients to write that down. What does that look like? Because then you're exactly what you just said. If they're not hitting that, then like, cool, what's plan B? What's plan C? Rather than just like, i nailed it or i yeah,
1: that's 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 absolutely huge because for so many people it is like we spoke about at the beginning. It, it's all or nothing, and it very quickly goes from all to nothing. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly that. And if they, if you know, they take that approach with business, they'll probably have some massive highs and they'll feel on top of the world. At the mm-hmm. same time, probably super stressed and can't focus on anything else. And there'll probably be times where you know they're so burnt out that you know the. the, the the worst case scenario is that they can't get out of bed because they're like burnout and all the rest of it so sometimes you always have to go through both to realize that okay i need to do something different right
1: yeah i mean i've i've had that with with clients um like you said type a personalities personalities which go 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 in career and then they want to go 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 in the gym like non-stop and you can see the like genuine fatigue kicking in i'm not just saying in the training sessions but they're coming in already exhausted And having to coach them correctly, do you know what? You need some time off. We're actually just going to go for a walk today. And we're going to slow it right down because they're just going to end up hitting a wall. And I think far too many people aren't willing to look at like the long game. They want the results now. They want that instant hit. They want the weight loss. They want the body. But you've got to take a holistic approach with all this. And that can sound quite a naff word, but it's so important when it comes to, you know, overall health, overall well-being. Uh, and being balanced across
0: all areas yeah 100% man it's that delivery mindset it's like right I bought something or I want something I've clicked the button where is it sort of thing you know it's, so, it's, it's, it's instant gratification right that
1: is the, the the age where we're living in everything is available at the swipe of a thumb everything is available just by you know press an app and away we go um, and whether it be a body or a business or a bank balance making sure it's sustainable is going to take a, a, a long time. And, and, and a lot of the time people just aren't willing
0: to, to put that in hundred percent, man. And going back to your last point. It's like, you know, one of my mentors talks a lot about this is that balance is bollocks. Like you, you have to have that minimum effective dose because there are going to be times of the year where you're pushing business hard just because that's the way it is. Mm. That doesn't mean that everything else flops. That means that again, there's that good, better, best scenario. there just on minimum effective dose. All right, cool. Now there's going to be times of the year whereby health and potentially physique or nutrition or what have you, that's going to take priority. Okay, cool. What's minimum Mm. effective dose for? You know, so like you can't, it's not a case of like being balanced across everything across the board always. Mm. It's a case of like, right, I'm pushing this, but these things don't fall off. They're just like on on that level now. And then, do you know what I mean? Mm. So Mm -hmm. if you look at a bigger snapshot, it is balanced. But if it's, uh, you can't balance everything equally at the same time, that makes sense. Mm. So you being a business owner,
1: being a busy dad what are some of your non-negotiables let's say shit at the fan in every single other aspect of your day um what's the non-negotiables
0: that you bring to the table to ensure that you're operating at the highest capacity yeah and this is this first of all solid question the second of all the only reason i know the answer to this is good because i know what happens when i don't do this so this Mm -hmm. is from experience of like when this doesn't happen it goes to shit um yeah, a walk definitely might not be first thing in the morning, but it always helps if it is. But at the ve- like at the very least, the 20, 30 minute walk just to like mm-hmm. get away, headspace, phone at home, whatever. That's yeah. one. Um, for the most part, single ingredient whole foods, and all- also like knowing what I'm going to eat next rather than waking up and winging it. I think that's big for me because that mm-hmm. depletes a lot of decision fatigue. My end. So just a little bit of planning with food, um, and then you know resistance training, which yeah is easy for me. I've got my own gym and all the rest of it. But at the end of the day, I've been doing this for like since I was 17, man, so it's a habit, you know? And a lot of my clients absolutely smashed it in lockdown with a band. So it's like, cool, so you had no equipment and you still got it done. So again, this this not having time or not having equipment, it's just excuses and lack of priorities, right? (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see now with clients with people like
1: that that have smashed it in lockdown when they've been able to focus on that. Now that things are opening up and distractions and, you know their attention is elsewhere how will they go about maintaining that um because you would think right gyms are now open they can get they can get cracking um what are your thoughts and what might be some tips for those people that have you know got decent results in lockdown but they want to they want to continue now everything's distracting
0: them yeah and that's funny you should say that because you've got one sort of person that's like right gyms are open now i can actually trade harder and crack on And you've got the other people that actually smashed it during lockdown and were like, oh, God, now beer gardens are open, pubs are open, restaurants are open, like, you know, and they're actually starting to regress. So I think the first thing that I did was like acknowledge that that was going to be a thing in the first week. You know, we've got a number of trainings inside my uh, members lab about how to handle alcohol, how how to handle, you know, nights out, meals out, what have you. And just realizing that that's probably going to lose its kind of longevity pretty quick. But... Mm. I guess it's just about getting right back on track with those non-negotiables, even if it is minimum effective dose. So like, have your fun and listen, we've been fucking locked inside for like a year. Of course, yeah. you want to see your mates down the pub, but after that's blown over, don't fall into the same old habits of like, oh, I've fallen off the wagon and put on 20 pounds again. Like, Sort it out quickly. Get back mm. on track quicker, you know?
1: Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: One thing I did want to touch on, I
1: didn't write this down, but uh, it's up here, mate, it's up here. Um, eating healthy versus... Eating to be in shape because we see a lot of people. I eat healthy. I just can't understand why I'm uh, not in shape. We've seen it right in the juice bar with the mozzarella salad piled up with sesame seeds, drizzled in olive oil, and a big old avocado whacked on top. Just <laughs> yeah. can't lose weight. Do you want to get into that a little bit? Because that's you know that's a big thing for a lot
0: of people. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, it, there just is a difference between you know the, the foods you put in the body, or at least it can be. You know, in terms of like healthy foods and all those foods that you just described as a single food, you could be like they're healthy compared to like a Mars bar, right? In terms of micronutrients, vitamins, minerals. However, when combined, your example, that's probably a thousand calories in terms of calories. Right, boy. They might have had a burger, right? And so it's just the case of bringing that awareness and, you know, being like, okay, cool. What is the actual outcome that I want? Is it to feel good and feel better and operate with energy? Because then a calorie deficit and really driving calories down is probably not the best move. Mm. However, if you're looking to lose body fat and body beautiful and all the rest of it, there's no way you're going to achieve that without a deficit. The mm. two can coexist. You just have to be smart with it. Yeah. But yeah, the, the tragedy is like you say, when someone's trying to lose body fat, and you're looking at their lunch and you're like, good luck with that. It's all healthy. Mm. But yeah, mm. that's uh, that's going to be, uh... Okay, then. So I, I'm going to throw this out there. Because
1: sometimes my girlfriend will watch your stories and just be like, hey, Sharif doesn't eat healthy," like. <laughs> yeah. So I want to. I want to. How, how do you balance like eating what you like um, yeah. uh, versus you know eating like super clean, super um, super lean
0: for for the purpose of like staying in shape? Yeah. So full transparency, right? Like, what do you think? Just from a, a marketing perspective, gets more eyes on your page when you take pictures of like chicken salad or when there's like barbecue chips, fucking wine, you know. You you put that on most of the time because people are like, "Wow, how can I eat this and stay in shape?" The reality is, most of my food is probably not quite as bland as yours, but it's getting close. I show you my fridge today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a, it a new low. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that doesn't that doesn't really uh, get that many eyes on page or pricks people's like attention when you are like another chicken salad. No one cares. But the reality is, that's how like you know you are going to eat most of the time, and it's just a case of like fitting in those indulgences. And realizing that, listen, if you're a small female looking to lose body fat, you are not going to have the same allotment as someone like yourself, who is a bigger man, super active, and could probably eat a whole pizza a day and still lose body fat. It just is what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay, what about them,
1: um, eating disorders? Someone comes to you that wants to get in shape, use your services, um, but perhaps they have an eating disorder, binge eating, uh, bulimia, whatever it is. How do you deal with that?
0: <laughs> That's quite intense, man. Um, no, obviously, like, there's quite an, an in-depth screening process, A, with, you know, the form in which uh, and there needs to be some alignment with, like, of me knowing I can help them and they're a good fit for me. So, say they've got through that stage and we've gotten a call, um, I would probably try and suss out what their past history with food is. And if anything sort of cropped up, obviously, if, if it was as serious as bulimia or something, then it's a case of referring out, you know, sure. like, straight away. If it's a case of emotional eating or binge eating, it's really tough, really tough, because a lot of people do that and don't have a problem. Um, And it it might be a case of like, okay, is an emotional thing going on? And if it is, again, not my area of expertise, I'll Mm. refer out. If it's a case where this normally happens, that the reason why they're binging is because they're so damn hungry all the time, and uh, the diets they've tried have been so restrictive, and then I can fix that, or improve their relationship with food, then they stop binging, well... I've done someone a disservice if I've then sent them away. So it's really hard. But if they've already got a diagnosed issue, they need to have the all clear. I actually yeah, talked to someone recently, and he was like, I'm going through it right now. And I was like, listen, yeah. you need to wait until you've got the all clear, then come back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's, I mean, that's, I'm I'm glad. Obviously, I know you are. But, you know, there's a lot of like PTs and coaches out there that aren't ethical, right? They'll just be like, yeah, we'll sort that out. And and, and a lot of the
0: time it can, uh, yeah, it can be. Well, it's very dangerous. Yeah, you, you know, we, we've said this before, when it comes to your health, especially when it comes to your physique, your mindset, you have to do your homework about who you're working with. You know, do they have a good track record? Uh, you know, all the rest of it, because, yeah, there's some snakes out there. And I feel like COVID has just skyrocketed that because now everyone's online and, you know, there are going to be some snakes out there. Right. It's
1: scary. Like, I'm not here to just like dog everyone in the industry. Right. But people are just in shape. As you said, maybe bored over COVID, feeling a glute, sort or of filming a glute workout, and then they call themselves an online
0: coach, like damn an online, online coach, yeah. And if they if they're, entry, yeah, yeah. yeah, there is no barrier to entry. And if they're good looking, like you're saying, they've got a bunch of followers, then they are an online coach. It's like Jesus, man. So you know, you you need to do your due diligence when it comes to who am I actually picking as a coach, you know, and and just going by how they look is a very poor uh, method of entry. So yeah, just just be careful. Absolutely. Um, one more thing
1: I wanted to talk about before I let you have a freestyle. The floor is yours. Um,
0: after the after picture, you're yeah, quite big on that as well, right? 100%, 100%. It's that a whole thing of what you just talked about, so many coaches or, you know, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I cannot tell you, I would say a quarter of all my coaching clients just now online come from the same bespoke uh, transformation service in London, right? They come from that literally from there because they've bought the 12-week rapid transformation they're on the same cookie cutter plan literally the same one right and it's not a case of like right so this is happening to you so we'll do this it's a case of no matter what's happening week one is this week two is this week three is this and the trainer just gives them the plan excluding food groups no carbohydrates um i talked to a lady today who's actually now got uh blood panel issues like her thyroid's in the shit um her estrogen's really down like sex hormones are down and this and everything was fine before this particular service Jeez. So it's like wow okay that's you know that's really really poor so i think i don't have the actual question but just having your your client's health at the forefront of everything is key um and the thing is when it comes to the fore and after picture yeah you see it all over social media the reality is like how does that client look six months down the track or how does that client look and feel after you're done with them do they have the education the support the knowledge and tools to carry it out themselves because yeah. oh, they should do after mm. you're finished you know working with them or are they just as stuck just as lost just as confused and now with a lighter wallet you know that's that's a nightmare
1: it certainly is man it certainly is what's health and fitness done for you as an individual <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's it for me yeah, man. <laughs> uh, it's enabled me to do exactly what i love on a day-to-day basis and the online part of it has enabled me to you know reach more people in a way which i always knew was possible but i didn't quite know how and all the rest of it so that's been key man um, turning your passion into what you love doing sounds proper cliche, but like I don't know anything else. Literally, I should have else.
1: said what what does health and fitness mean to you, not what's it done for you.
0: It's like made me healthy, obviously, Dick. Yeah, <laughs> it? What does it mean to? you? Yeah, I guess <laughs> in all aspects, right? You have to have the you know the healthy mind as well as the healthy body. How many people do you know, man, that like look wicked from the outside and are crumbling on the inside? And mm. some people who you might not say are like aesthetically pleasing, but they've got a good relationship with food. They've got good energy, good clarity. So mm. I think if you can achieve both, happy days, right? Mm, absolutely. Where are you taking it next? Go on. Floor is I'm, yours. This is, you're meant to be you hosting this one today. <laughs> so I'll ask you a few things. I'm actually, I'm actually interested to know that the people that come to you, right, are they... Because I would assume they're already exercising. I would assume they're already taking care of themselves. No. Or is it a case of, like, they've not even started that?
1: Far? No, the they, th- 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 most of them are. I mean, yeah. you, you know, ones that are looking to, like, take it to the next level, a couple I've referred on to you. Yeah. Um, but they are aware of, you know, the importance. If they do want to excel in, in, in business and in, in all areas of life, like we said earlier, it has to be a, a holistic approach. It can't just be um, all or nothing on career and, and, and business so yeah they, most of them are looking after themselves most of them are in, in good shape maybe not to the degree that you know it's like beach body they want to have a six-pack and all the rest of it but they understand the importance of course if they want to
0: excel um, at work then yeah they're going to be in good nick it gets different doesn't it or it becomes different i think as you get older and say like business is the main thing or family's the main thing it's like yeah beach body's cool but like You know, you're probably not 20 anymore, you're probably not single, you probably don't care too much about abs, but it does become about something bigger than you. And if you can Mm. harness that, then you're still going to be consistent with the things you need to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. I really wish it wasn't Robert Mugabe that
1: said it, but it is quite a jokes quote, man. (laughs) I know what you're going to say already. No girl will ever choose a six-pack over six cars, so get out of the gym and go to work. Go to work, yeah. Yeah, I don't endorse Robert Mugabe for obvious reasons, but I thought that was quite a funny
0: uh, funny quote. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, yeah, you know, you have to have both. And I think, yeah, just my biggest tip or takeaway potentially is that if you are thinking about it, and if you are a busy business owner what have you it's like first of all like let's question that label everyone's fucking busy these days everyone if you're calling yourself busy that probably needs examining um, and at the same time just know how, me- how much you're leaving on the table if you're not mm-hmm. doing these basic things which even you're talking about just in terms of mm-hmm. like morning routine getting enough sleep Da da da. when you when you nail that and other things just go like that it's mm-hmm. not about the physique it's about oh shit productivity, clarity, happiness, energy, all through the roof. Get your foundations in place
1: and watch everything else kind of fall into uh, fall into place, right? 100% man, forward motion. Hashtag, hashtag. Do you want to let them know where you're at on obviously social media? I'll tag you in this video, but let them know a bit more where they can find a bit, a
0: bit more about 23 Lean. Yep, 100%. So uh, Instagram, normally just my handle, Sharif Lawton. Uh, 23D is my coaching company um, just now. And you can download my free app on the App Store, uh, all one word, SL Coaching Hub. And uh, as soon as Chris helps me out with this podcast, I should get that up and running. What do, running for, what do you need uh, for me? i'm on some garage band shopper like the volume's all wrong it's got me doing like choir voices mate i've had a (laughs) nightmare just text me i told you man all
1: right when's it coming out i don't know but i can sort out the choir voices man then i'll put it out Uh, yeah i'll sort it i'll just put you on one of those really deep bassy ones (laughs) (laughs) it's fine it'll sort out when you upload it i'll help you out man but yes guys Uh, If you are interested in, you know, getting yourself in optimum health, uh, in great shape, and just generally sorting yourself out in that space, you've got to go and get involved with Sharif's content and um, get yourself on a call with him. It will be one of the best decisions you make.